Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Detroit Sound Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, and Matt. Live episode number seventy-seven. Hey, got it. Draft podcast. Paul Coffee or Ray Bork? Neutral. Coffee. Paul Never. Coffee for Never sure. Ray Bork. The Paul Coffee <laughs> episode of the Better on Draft podcast. <laughs> My name is Ken. We have Gosser uh, Sherless or Cornelius Lucas. Oh, no, I, t- I take I'm, Cornelius Lucas because you know every single time Cornelius Lucas comes onto the field for an offensive play, you know it's never going to him, and all he does is just block. Do you know how he trains in the offseason? He actually takes tickets at a movie theater. Does he really? Yeah, he just lets everybody right past him. <laughs> oh. I see what you did there. Turnstile. Damn. The, the, the Detroit Lions official turnstile. Oh, see what you did going, there. That's why we're going to call Paul Coffee. Come on now. I'm so, one too. <laughs> oh, Jeez. Jesus. So uh, we are live. It is fun. We have a uh, a full house today, even though we are missing Dan and Nick. Uh, well, let's start off with Rob. What's going on? Oh, just another day in the hood, chilling, illing, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. Yeah, he doesn't exactly. look like someone who would shoot people outside of oh, the school. Oh, oh hell no, dude! I had, I had <laughs> swimming some laps inside of the school. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm a swimmer. I don't play basketball. I had double vision until I was 34. Are you kidding? Ooh, my eyes. <laughs> Don't don't start with the foreigner shit. <laughs> what are you drinking over there? Uh, I am double fisting right now. I have um, I have opened up some Stillwater on fleek. It is still on fleek. Has not see what you did there. Yeah, it's not has not fallen off fleek. And uh, with some, uh, uh, I believe it is called Country Strong. <laughs> Jeremy Bonderman. Jeremy Bonderman. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That is a callback uh, from from our guest, which I will leave to. We'll, of course. we'll hold off. We'll hold off. Matt Bush, what's going on? Hey, can't haven't seen you in a while. Glad we could, uh, you know. Keep glad you could schedules. join us. Yeah, schedules. Yeah. You've just been conflicting this whole time. Yeah, I didn't know you were still part of the show. You know, I was pulling a Nick to be honest, I, but I, I just had to come back. And Nick's not here. There we yeah. go. I guess we're the same person. We're like can't Rush be in the Limbaugh same place at Michael the same Moore. time. <laughs> One's the fat in the fat suit of the other. Oh jeez, what are you drinking over there? Well, there's a lot of really fancy shit in front of me, but I've got a hams. <laughs> uh, hams, I've got only a, a quarter. Yeah, I mean it's like twelve bucks for a thirty pack. So <laughs> I just found it here locally. Ain't so no I guess it's kind of locally local in here. the refrigerator. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose it's Michigan beer, right? And I, found, I got I mean, it locally. I guess. Technically. I mean, we went from PBR to ham, so I don't know if that's an upgrade, a downgrade, or a cross I mean, grade. I mean, still, I mean, you know, when, when Dan is here, King Cobra, King Cobra is, uh, reigns supreme. It, it's, it's King Cobra week in, week out. So, I mean. The KC, until he gets his next beer. Right. I feel I have a feeling the trend's going to change, and he'll get, like, another beer and start drinking it again. I'm predicting Steel Reserve. 
I don't think he'll. He's not a big Steel Reserve fan. I'm thinking he's going to go back to Newcastle. I think yeah. I, can, I can pull that off. All I need to do is bring like a mini keg in Newcastle. And right. be like, I'm going to drink this again and again and again. Yeah. No, no, he can do that. So do you think he'll drink a mini keg in Newcastle every show? That's pushing. Can he? Yes. yes. Will he? I don't know. I think we should we should have like a countdown. It's been this many weeks since Dan didn't finish it. <laughs> a tiny keg of Newcastle on the show. I feel like just like getting a mini keg would just be you know making up for the shows that that he has missed, and just you know just you have to drink that whole thing. It's a good thing it's not a mini keg of hop slam because that was a oh, really bad show. Just, I mean, it was a great show. Who crawl home? It's yeah. Who lives locally? Yeah. We were talking about hockey. We want to talk about hockey today? I actually heard a lot of those shows while I was gone. I was just kind of listening. To, I went all the way back to the first episode and Ooh, sort of listened to you guys. That was quite an interesting. Uh, that was episode. a rough show. That was a rough show. I was keeping up with you. I think I was half in the bag when I started it. <laughs> well, episode two definitely is still one of the worst, along with the Roke show and the Hop Slam. Oh, show. geez, yeah, the the Roke show will, will never never leave my mind. Oh, trading Larkin looked like a good idea at this point. I know. <laughs> I know. The man talked about it a year ago, and here we are now. Trading, trading. trading Larkin. Trading Larkin. Angela, what's going on? Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What are you drinking? Mystery Brown. I don't know Mystery what Brown. That's what I'm Mystery drinking, Brown. too. I also have a, uh, a brown ale from uh, City Lights Brewing Co. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Is the the uh, the way the uh, the people who were born there pronounce it officially? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Is that because they had too much Millalite? I just know it from Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all. Because I, I mean, I'm even looking at the spelling of the word Milwaukee, and there's no letter between the L and the and the. And the it's a W. That's a W. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know it's, the extra it's the letter that comes can, before X. <laughs> yeah, X can give it to you. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> so we do have two guests in the studio today. Uh, why don't we uh, start off? Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Chad Pierce. Chad, and what do you? where do you work? I work at the Laundry in Fenton, Michigan. The Laundry in Fenton, Michigan. Yes, sir. I um, lead barman there, so I manage the bar, do daily operations, ordering, sell Lynchpin beer. And what's Lynchpin? Uh, Lynchpin is the Laundry's house brewing company, um, brew pub technically. And, um, yeah, we one-barrel system, and uh, with me is our head brewer, Scott Hayes. Scott, what's going on? Not much. Um, hello. <laughs> I am the brewer. So Lynchpin is basically the laundries, like he said, in-house brand, beer company. Um, kind of like what an old, like a old, early 1900s, late 1800s bar would have, is they'd have their own brewery system where they'd have yeah. a beer of their own along with whatever beer that they brought in from other parts of the state or country. Yeah, and that's kind of how it's kind of how the idea started. So the laundry, I've been at the laundry since I was about 19. Um, started out as a line cook. Um, and they've always, you know, we went strictly all Michigan beers back in like like 2005 or 2006, which at the time was quite a quite a leap. Uh, you know, shorts was, and founders and all them were just getting going, but you know, right. finding Michigan, especially in that area, wasn't super common. And so as being, um, you know, turning 21, being there surrounded by so much good beer, um, I was pretty much right legal and out the gates, you know, running with the craft beer thing. And after a few years, eventually I started home brewing and stuff. And long story short, that's that was my approach to them was, why can't we brew here? Just small batch and to supplement our other taps and you know, at this point, we're growing to where Lynchpin is uh, six out of our nine taps right now. And 
So what is the beer that we're drinking right now? Uh, this is actually called Paint the Town Brown. Um, it's in a recycled growler from a different brewery. It's in this one. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Hence, hence me getting the name wrong. That's all right. Well, my apologies. Paint no. the Town Brown. Paint the Town Brown, uh, 7%. It's kind of happy brown ale. Oh, American style brown ale. American style, point. yeah. Pretty much everything, you know, unless it's a Belgian style. You know, I brought a half of ice and... But I'm a fan of, you know, the 6 to 7% range. So, you know, our red is 6%. Um, the pale, you know, everything's pretty much American style unless otherwise noted. So you have six of the nine. What are the other three taps on? Uh, we keep a cider on tap at all times. Um, cider's really becoming huge right now. Um, we carry a few ciders and cans as well, but we always try to keep one cider on. Um, we also try to, you know, build relationships with um, some breweries in Michigan. We have a great relationship with Shorts right now. Um, we uh, always try to keep a shorts beer on draft. Uh, we have Star Cut Cider on draft right now, uh, off branch of uh, shorts. Right. Um, and then uh, we kind of do a, a rotating guest tap. So we uh, within the last six months, we've dropped the All Michigan on draft, and we've added a guest tap. And that can be a beer from anywhere in the United States or around the world. So right now we have on uh, Lion Stout as our guest tap. Great beer. Um, English, been, right? Uh, yeah. Sri Lankan. Yeah, Sri, Sri Lankan. Lankan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My bad. Is it? I don't know if that's how you say that. Yeah, Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. It's from Sri Lanka. <laughs> from Sri Lanka. Got it. Um, has there been a, a beer that is being requested to come back? Like, since you went to not just Michigan beers, is there a certain beer that's done the best? Um, I mean, really, I'd say that um, in the past it's been like you know um, when you kind of introduce <coughs> craft beer to people that aren't necessarily in the craft scene or, you know, we don't carry any domestic products, so we don't have Bud Light, Budweiser. So, I mean, a lot of times it's going to be the Pale Ale, the Kolsch, anything light on draft that you can really push out to your customers, an easy drinking beer. Um, no hams? No hams. No hams. No We've not done any no. hams. We had, uh, what did we have in cans for a while? It's like black a 30-ball barrel. Oh, uh, we have black label in cans. So, I, mean, I think that's, the, uh, the keg deposit on a barrel of hams is more than the actual... Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do you get any push for that in in terms of, you know, we we've had a, a a lot of guests that are on here that you know like you know the local in in Centerville where they they had that uh, contingency where there were the people who wanted their Bud their Bud Light and you know they just kept pushing for it and kind of the local just said, well no but you can try this. And were were there those people that said, hey, no, I'm coming in here, I want a Bud or I want a Bud Light, and what? Where does that where does that go in that that direction to say, hey, let's let's have you or do you just have them say, hey, let's let's try this, see what you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah, we're never going to break down and actually give them the Bud Light, the Budweiser. <laughs> um, we're going to offer them a great Pilsner. Right now, I have a Kolsch from uh, Boulevard out of Kansas City. That's mm-hmm. great. I mean, if you can't enjoy that for a light yellow beer. I mean, what can you enjoy? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you guys get your beer out to any other bars or restaurants? So not even the Rough Draft right down the road. No, nope, we're a brew pub. Sorry, I spilled a little bit here. That's okay. Okay. Um, okay. Wasn't on the hardware, so that's no. It wasn't that's... on the hardware. Uh, we're a brew pub, so we, you know, we brew. So the laundry is a building, and we own the building next door that we do. Um, the brewery is there. It's in a small garage. Um, we also have banquet room over there and like offices. So. We were able to get a liquor license to kind of suspend or extend our, you know, the area that we can serve and produce alcohol. So Mm -hmm. we do that next door, but we are technically still a brew pub. And I think to go, you know, to the the distribution route we've talked about, but I think that would change the licensing. Um, I don't think our owners could still be the owners anymore. I know 
there's other breweries in the area that, you know, I think the owner's wives had to technically be owners. Fenton Winery and Brewery, I assume. And Actually, to, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of um, the Big Rock to um, Griffin Claw move. And I could be totally wrong about that. But that was my understanding is that the, the fellows that own Big Rock wanted to open Griffin Claw, but because they have a liquor license and certainly gotcha. I get legalities prevent them from owning a brewery that can distribute. So I think part of that, they also wanted to distill, which I believe they're doing now. Do you guys yeah. distill at all? We don't. Um, you know, right now I don't think space would allow it, but there's interest. Um, I've dabbled in it a little bit. I worked for Michigan Brewing Company in Weberville, and they had the still there that was owned by MSU. So I was able to kind of latch on and learn some of the stuff from them. And See, So let's – hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to backtrack? Uh-oh. You didn't know uh-oh. that? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk a little bit because there's obviously – there's a lot of stories that involve MBC. Yeah, so – So where what did you do at MBC? Let's, let's start off that. I was hired as a brewer. And that's what I did. I did not do any cleaning. I didn't do any really yeast pitching. They kept us pretty. Uh, well, because MBC. Lines, well, MBC had obviously their beers. They had the the Cellus contract to do the mm-hmm. Cellus beer. Um, were you there till the bitter end, or I actually was? I, well, I was. I was pretty much part time at that point. I was calling um, Jeff. I think the brewery manager's name. Okay. I was calling him basically on Monday and saying. What day, you know, what days do you need me? And, uh, you know, at one point I called him and he basically said, no, don't don't come in. They locked us out and it's done. So I heard some of the rumors and all that. But uh, my understanding is they, you know, he sold the building and then the new owners. I think he wanted to lease the building from the new owner. Mm-hmm. And then they changed their mind. So obviously the, the former Bobby is brewing mm-hmm. now. He's over at Michigan Brewing Works. So, yeah, that's what I hear. I yeah. bumped into him at a beer fest a few years ago, and he said he had something in the works, but I... I stopped there. It looks like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that one. It's, it's, it's a barn. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a barn with a giant farm. It's like almost like the start of like a Left 4 Dead 2 uh, map or something like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. But like, he's making beer, though, and you can get it he's, there? He's making he... beer and distilling over there, too. Yep. He was doing that at the, uh, at the place at the time, so... So you went from MBC to straight to Lynchpin or straight to the laundry, I should back, say? Back to the laundry, um, and I went back there as a line cook. So I had left the laundry. I was managing the laundry at the time. I wanted to get into brewing. So I got into home brewing basically with the intent of doing it professionally eventually. Um, but I was moving up the ranks in the laundry. I left that to take the Michigan Brewing Company job, and that paid dismally. So I found myself you know, pretty broke after a little while of doing that and kind of had to backtrack. Um, and after a little while there, you know, so I looked at, I don't know if you guys are familiar, I think it was called the Travelers Club in Okemos. Um, not too there familiar a tuba museum and a restaurant. A tuba museum. Yeah, I've never actually been there, but that's what I had read. Very small spot. In, Okemos, um, home of the tuba museum. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's real. I mean, I, All right, break it, or, you know, Google lied to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so they, I found out that they were like, a, a brew pub in the sense I think they were doing like a home brew five gallon batch on their porch and going in and selling it, and that was kind of the idea with the laundry to start. And so I kept pitching it to them, and they didn't really take me seriously. And eventually, I was like, I got to make a movie. They were going to do this, or I have to move on to something else in my life. And obviously, you have to make them a beer so that they can taste it and be like, Well, they had, yeah, I'd been yeah. home brewing. You know, they had tasted it and they were interested, but um, and then eventually they, you know, they went for it and that's kind of how it started. And then it grew. Well, why would we do five gallons at a time? Why wouldn't we do a half barrel? 
well, if we're doing a half barrel, why wouldn't we do a barrel? And So is Lynchpin separate from the laundry in the sense to where there is a Lynchpin brew pub, or is it just all sold within the laundry? It's all sold in the laundry. Okay. It's technically the same liquor license. Um, it's just a different branding thing. If for in the case that we ever wanted to separate, we could do that fairly seamlessly. I've got my own budget. You know, the books are different than the laundry's books. <coughs> so legally, we are the same entity, but as far as within the organization, it's treated very separately. Now, are the recipes that you've created yours? Yeah. So everything that, that's at the laundry that you – or at Lynchpin, rather, is stuff that you created, you know, you brewed at home and then you mm-hmm. brought it towards? Yeah, pretty much everything Lynchpin-related is me. Um, I, I built the brewery. They're my beers. Everything is pretty much – So speaking of which, what are we drinking right now out of uh, the crawler? You may have had the brown. This is um, – I think we're calling it Sunset Rider. It's a, a pale wheat, um, Amarillo and Chinook hops at 6%, um, just like a wheat pale ale. Do you have anything that's more sessionable in your repertoire or is everything more um, – because I know you said you liked everything 6 to 7, so it's not anything big, but right, still 6 to 7, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a – so we have a blonde that we serve in Crowler in-house, so it does not take up a tap. We fill up a few every couple of days and have them in-house. And that's kind of like we were talking about, do people want Bud Light or whatever? Right. That's kind of the go-to for that if they don't want the Kolsch or they want to try a Lynchpin product. Mm-hmm. And I did bring that. That's like 5-2. Um, I did an ESB that was, you know, 4-5. Um, did an Irish Dry Stout that was 4-8, I think. So we do them and definitely have the blonde. You know, if the style calls for it, then we do it, but... You know, I tend to go, like I said, in the 6 or 7%. Have you guys been thinking of doing anything, like, special or big, like anything barrel-aged, like grabbing a barrel just to... Yeah, we actually... I did a barrel-aged uh, Russian Imperial. So they... Well, the bar staff and some of the owners, you know, a group of them went down to Buffalo Trace. Yeah, we yep. uh, went Chad down just to... redid it this year, so I'll let him tell you about it. Uh, yeah, just a couple weeks ago, we went down to Buffalo Trace Distillery. We took a tour of it. Um, we do a private select with a, a Buffalo Trace barrel, uh, and we started this tradition last year. They went down as a group. Um, they line up three or four single barrels. They let us pick them, um, taste them. The group kind of votes on it. And then, so that's our barrel. They will actually bottle that for us, send it up, so we're the only only restaurant selling that given private select barrel of Buffalo Trace. Um, and then they'll later in turn send us up that empty barrel, and we give it to Scott to put a beer in. Uh, this last time we actually were lucky enough to be able to do Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare. So we'll have two barrels coming and I'm totally pressuring Scott to put his uh, Russian Imperial Stout in one of them, which I hope you brought with you today. I did. Excellent. It's not very sessionable. Definitely not sessionable. (laughs) Every beer is a sessionable beer. As long as you try hard enough. Exactly. As long as you try hard enough, 7%, 10%, I don't care. I can allocate two tickets to that one, right? Two tickets, yeah. So that's a two-ticket two beer. Two-token beer? Two-token beer. All right, fair enough. Oh, we're on the token system here? <laughs> I didn't bring any. So you, you guys don't go to any festivals or anything like that, or are you simply just in-house and only in-house and not even like the, the Fenton apple pie contest? or? Uh, actually, you know, we did. We haven't been to any like the Brewers Guild ones. Um, FWB does a, um, what do they call it, the Brewers Appreciation Society, I think, that... You know, I've gone to that twice. Uh, Taste of Fenton, we have a beer sponsorship, so we show up and pour for that. Um, I think this year and probably going forward, we'll we'll look into that more so. But it's really just been a matter of getting everything dialed in recipe-wise and um, making sure we have the inventory. 
So how long has Lynchpin been a thing? Uh, 2000, August of 2015, I think, was the... So you're going on a year and a half. About as old as us, Yeah, actually. Yeah. Was it 15 or 14, actually? I think we're about two two years in. Two and a half years. Okay. So, so you're a year older than us. That's yeah. okay. Well, well, you know... Um, are there any beers that you just <clears throat> haven't been able to get on tap yet? Or any beer styles that you're still trying to master to, to like, kind of put your own spin on it? Um, well, as a home brewer, I did a lot of... Um, you know, kind of the crazy stuff I did, you know, I did like a chef at the laundry, you know, we did like a mole beer and, you know, I don't want to throw like breweries out, but you know, like the shorts kind of style of doing like the, you know, the, the weird flavors and all that. So I wanted to do that here at first. That was kind of part of the original plan, but you know, I feel like, you know, there is no such thing as a mastered style for me. You know, I'm always trying to just focus on the, you know, make everything that we do already better. Um, we did like a Christmas sale with some honey and cinnamon and, things like that but i'm kind of a traditionalist at this point so i just want all the beers to be solid as as they are are there any beers that you've brewed at home that you haven't brought to the linchpin yet or anything that oh you're still yeah to work on oh yeah i mean at home i was doing i did a cream ale with like cherries and pistachios um used to do um i've done the pumpkin beer at linchpin but it didn't come out the way that it used to at home um Trying to think. At this we, point, we I wouldn't even bother with a pumpkin beer now this year. I, I don't think oh, I will, no. actually. Last year, um, I didn't do it last year, and the ones that we bought at the laundry did not. I mean, it took forever to get rid of them. I think we still had one yeah, going you're, on You're talking about, like, an, an up-and-down spike in regards to a trend. Definitely. Oh, yeah. That's kind of how I feel with a lot of that stuff of, of adding, like, the spices and the food flavors. and I mean, it's awesome when they do it right, but... For me, that's not really that's not what I want to drink all the time. I mean, there there is some that is just delicious, but I think everyone saw like the fad, and then everyone just flooded the market, mm-hmm. and there was nothing that you could do about it at that point. Yeah, I think that's kind of what's going on with barrel aged beers. I think it's kind of getting to that bubble as well, where everyone started jumping to that you know the uh, bourbon barrel aged, and now they're kind of maybe trying to. Uh, diversify with gin barrels and rum barrels and I, I think well I think it's gotten to the point where New Holland is the one that's seen ahead of the curve and they're realizing that you can't just barrel age beers you have to do something a little bit more whether it's a different style or adding a different flavor like their vanilla chai their coconut uh, rum coconut rum triple mash you know these these standard heavy dark boozy barrel aged beers like almost like your KBS that's mm-hmm. that's going to go out of style soon yeah. enough you know, KBS won't, but that style oh, right, of beer yeah, will go out yeah. soon yeah. enough like, to where... You, the, the people that are really good at it will continue to be good at it, and they'll continue to be the industry standard, and they'll stick around. But those breweries that are just trying to catch the you know, the little bit of wind in their sails to f- keep floating them off and saying, hey, we have one of those in our portfolio, I think those will fall off for the next trend, which could be, you know... Well, I think that's or, that's more the smaller brewers, and they're doing what the the entire, like, what everyone's dictating them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Drafting Table would just uh, release two huge uh, bourbon barrel-aged beers. And, huge. like, a lot of people <laughs> are loving them. But, again, that's, you know, that's not your standard no rules or your KBS or something that's going to stay, for, you know, or your Dragon's Milk. You know, you're talking about right. consistent barrel-aging beers. That's Dragon's Milk right there. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, do you guys see a trend that's, you know, coming up soon, at least within your bar? Like a lot of people are asking for a specific style. It's probably more towards the the bar manager. Well, I mean, I think that the weather dictates how people want to drink the beer, you know. In the winter, I totally want the barrel-aged beer. I want a big 
heavy stout, you know. You don't want to drink a bomber or no rules while you're mowing the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tasted it yet, so uh, I don't know. Oh, we'll, Maybe it's that good that we'll, I would we'll crack it to. open. No, we'll say, we, do, we do have a bottle of the 2017 here. You'll definitely, uh, you'll taste the cinnamon, that's for sure. I hear it's more mapley than, than heavy. I haven't I haven't tasted this year's. I don't think it's just, it's just pretty damn room. good. That's that's all mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Yeah, because when just, we when we had Mike on from uh, Perrin, he didn't bring it because it wasn't available yet. So we just had the KBS, which we cut with Milwaukee's best. What's the point of having <laughs> connections at these breweries if they're not gonna bring us? Uh, it just wasn't bottled yet. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't exist. Send ready, him back ready. to the brewery. Yeah. Get a crowler. Get a cup. Put some Saran wrap around it. <laughs> Come back when you're ready. Right out of the tank. Yeah, can't get any fresher than that. Right. <laughs> I see, uh, not to jump in or oh, anything, but we were talking about trends. Like right now, I look at like Wolverine in Ann Arbor. I think lagers, like you're talking about the big beers. I I, I don't know. I kind of see a backlash. I think lagers and light, sessionable. Crisp, Do you think Wolverine does enough lagers? I think they do. They do great lagers. They do great lagers. They do everything I good. I just said enough lagers. <laughs> I don't. Well, I Are think they, they do all lagers. lagers. They're all lagers. Yeah. There. They have oh, no ales there. Nope. <laughs> no. We, so their 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 massacre is a bourbon barrel aged lager. Yeah, lo- like a lager stout, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, lager yeast as opposed to uh, ale yeast. I think. I mean, for as much as I, I like lagers, I don't think I've ever had much or any of their products. So I think I Wolverine. Really, yeah, I, it's, it's. I think I've missed the boat on them. I I I see them more in bottles at stores than I do on draft in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a really weird yeah. thing to see. There's a lot a lot you see in the stores. Kind of like Axel. Right. Yeah. Definitely yeah. see a lot more cans of Axel than I do see them on draft anywhere. Yeah, pretty much like the only place you ever see, or at least I ever see Axel um, in, on draft is uh, is 8 Degrees in Detroit. Or uh, Embrew. Seen them at Embrew ah, a bunch. Okay. Which makes sense. I yeah, mean, no, typically I, I, don't see, I don't see Wolverine anywhere. I mean, now, granted, Massacre is probably... One of my favorite loggers, period, from and, and just coming from them. But yeah, it's kind of kind of weird that they don't have. You don't think about it. You never thought about it until no, I said something. No, just I, like, I never thought about that. Damn. Well, yeah. Stuff you have only so many taps, and you know, right now the beer trend really still is. You know, give me a big IPA, give me a big stout. So I'm. I think Wolverine's done great just in the last couple because they've been around for quite a while. Been around for a while, but I've, in the last couple of years, I've, they are starting to push out, and I think. To me, I just see the trend moving back because it's been so extreme with beer for so long. That I think everyone's noticing that you need the sessionable beers. Mm-hmm. You have to have them now. Yeah. Because everyone, like especially brewers in regards to money-wise, yeah. you can only sell so many, you know, big bomb beers and yeah, not make any money. money yeah. Right. Like you're you're better off selling, you know, a $4 pint of whatever session IPA, lager, Kolsch, Pills. Uh, even like almost like a Hefeweizen, mm-hmm. anything like that, you're going to be able to sell it at 4 to $5 a pint, not too expensive, ABV's low. As long as you pack a good taste or a good crisp uh, you know, mouthfeel in there, you're going to be good to go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, don't, don't you think that there's, there's just too many IPAs? I kind of feel yes. like there's – Yes, yeah. I well, do. Considering <laughs> you hate IPAs, it's probably not even the, the right question to even ask you. But it's just – I don't know. I just feel like there's, there's so many IPAs that are out that – I feel like that trend would drop sooner than barrel age. Yeah, try walking into a brewery with like 20, 25 taps. Zero browns, zero ambers, zero blondes. Zero alts. Well, yeah, I just assume oh, yeah. there's no alts. Yes, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> your, your alt choices in the world are Alaskan amber, 
In Sheboygan. In Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Arbor's got, what's the old Alt-22? They stopped brewing that. Did they? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> He's bitter. That's a, a sore He's spot. He's bitter. <laughs> you, I don't you, know who, you know who told me that? The Greffs while they are on our show. Really? Yes. Saying we're <laughs> discontinuing right. it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, You've no. You've clearly never listened to the show. Because that's all he ever does is complain about. <laughs> I, I think he started this show just to complain that Alt-22 is being <laughs> discontinued. So it's been a, a year and a half at least. I don't yeah. Know. It's, yep. it's been a while. That was back in the Ferndale studio, too. Yeah. 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 Sorry I brought it up. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. They were the just best. They introduced me to Alt, basically. Put more salt in there for yeah. it. Just <laughs> well, did, did you ever have their Alt-33? No, it's that's that's awesome. a, it's a uh, a higher ABV, uh, differently brewed alt that they had. It was a uh, brewery only though, mm. so you had to go to the downtown brewery to uh, to get it. Yeah, not too much. Like, well, but again, so I went to Three Floyds and just uh, so many pale ales and India pale ales, New England pale ales. I'm like, this yeah, New England is a big thing right now. This is just annoying because I don't <laughs> want. Any of that shit. Yes, I wound do. up. I wound up buying the beer yes, that had the Ric Flair quote on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that six hundred dollar lizard shoes was the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like when you're feeling styling and profiling limousine ride, and I'm like, oh, I'll take that. And then I realized what I ordered. I'm like, oh, looks like I'm having one, and I'm leaving. <laughs> what kind of beer was wow. it? Was it a it was some type of India pale ale. You just got trapped by the marketing? Yeah, pretty much. I, I got trapped uh, by the marketing. Did it come with a big furry robe? No, it did not. <laughs> oh, it did not. Come on. But, you know, he spent more money on spilt liquor than you do in your life. Rick Flair did? Rick Flair did. <laughs> I think he spent a lot more money on a lot of things. <laughs> Ex-wives, for sure. Did you mention gator shoes and fur coats? Sorry. <laughs> Private jet flying. <laughs> But that's the thing, though, is I hate walking into a brewery like that. And, you know, it, what sucks is that I know there's there's other breweries out there that I've walked into and I just I walk in. I'm like, there's nothing that you have that I want. And I have a pretty minus like a pale ale. I I will drink anything, really. So you really don't like how did you come up as a, a like a, a beer fan? And well, I mean, and not like IPA or pale. Dragon Mead. <laughs> Dragon Mead, Kunin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dragon the, Mead. Both of those don't have, mm-hmm. you know, well, mind you, Kunin has Drippa, but they still have Creme Brulee Java Stout yeah. and, you know, so many different beers that aren't your hoppy, hoppy, hoppy beers. Mm-hmm. So right. growing up drinking Kunin and Dragon Mead is really the two uh, breweries that I frequented before the huge explosion that happened. That's how I, you know, garnished that taste. And then, of course, going to Merchants, because Merchants had a huge selection at that time. Uh, Dearborn. (laughs) We have one in Fenton, too. Merchant's Fine Wine. So, um, you know, you didn't have as many stores like Zatuna Liquor over Mm. in uh, Rochester Hills. Nice. Slide in. Rochester Road, south of M59. They are sponsors. Go check out Jack. Uh, what did, he just got a barrel aged uh, Lucifer's Cuvee. Yes. Mm. So uh, he got that. He got a couple of uh, the brewery bottles in today. So yeah, definitely to check out. I saw quite a few places get uh, stuff from the brewery with uh, what was it, white chocolate. And, yeah, but I got a uh, bottle of white chocolate coming. Melange number three. That's the uh, the Black Tuesday, Black Tuesday anniversary. Black Tuesday mixed with white. Oak sap, whatever. Which I've there was a lot of words. Didn't yeah, he no. uh, just get a few cases of M forty three and two? Uh, I think that's all gone. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. there today and it that, was all gone. That stuff did not survive. Uh, did you try to get the electron brown or whatever that is? <laughs> no. How did I not? How did I miss this? Well, well, I mean, pretty much it was gone from because they did the they did the oh, release. Oh, you know what? That's the, right. Somebody the, was talking to me. Yeah, about the day to release. Somebody yeah. was asking me to get them that beer, and I said, "Screw you! I'm yeah, gonna I'm get it for myself." myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, like going into these breweries like Dragon Mead, you know, my, my favorite beers from Dragon Mead are Castle Bright, Eric the Red, and Final Absolution, yeah. and Killer Bee as well. I love all those beers. Castle um, Bright is ridiculous. You know, yeah. they really don't have too many IPAs, if <laughs> any, there. They have well, a lot yeah, of. Yeah, Belgians aren't going to put IPAs. No. You got the Crown Jewel, but that's about as close it gets. Yeah, it's pretty not, English style, if I yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, even their English Mild, which the name is really escaping me, and Dan would know who what it is. But that English Mild is really good that they have that there as the well. Kilt? No, that's uh, a Scottish ale. Oh, nice. So, Excuse I mean, me. obviously, we've been talking about your guys' beer. What, what outside of everything that is Lynchpin? What is your go-to beer? Go ahead, Chad. Blatz. Oh. You go out more than I do at this point. <laughs> uh, really, uh, Founders Red's Rye is my go-to beer. Draft only. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's. It's a bummer, but uh, now, I'm trying the to think. There was, on it, I, think I think that was the, drafting table that said that they wish that uh, Red's Rye would still come back into bottles because yeah. I think it had something to do with the shelf life of it was uh, pretty short and or yeah something to do with that is what the rumor I heard about well, it. Well, I mean, I have a triple a, triple IPA that's sitting right in front of me that's over two years old. Is that shelf life done? Let's just find out. It might be a little mellow. It was. It was kind of sitting. It was sitting in the basement, and I grabbed and I said, "Oh, April 2015." Can't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do find that IPAs like Hop Slam, uh, Devil Dancer, like after a year when that those hops and the bitterness falls off and it really brings out like Hop Slam really brings out that honey mm-hmm. to where I, I can drink Hop Slam normally, but Hop Slam after a year is so good in my eyes and everybody makes well, fun of hops, me. So that uh, makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, the hops dissipate fairly quickly, you know, especially sitting on a shelf. So you'd probably dr- rather drink a double IPA than just a regular IPA because you're getting more malt sweetness from it? or I would just stay away from any <laughs> Then again, I had what, – what was the Ascension that I had last week? It was a triple IPA. That was a triple – what was it called? Was it was that? a Jade and Silent Bob. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jade and Silent Bob. That's right. Yeah, so I had a triple IPA, and it was all right. But, like, I had a, a bottle of fresh three-day-old zombie dust. Zombie killer. No, zombie dust. Zombie dust. dust. <laughs> zombie yeah. killer. That's bee nectar. Yeah, zombie nectar. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I had that and I'm like, this is terrible. I don't know why I'm drinking oh, this. Yeah. Good thing you had two but cases. Everybody of it. <laughs> I did have two cases of it. Everybody wants it. Yep. Oh, that's all that's Someone all accounted it. for. Oh, this right. oh yeah. I post yeah. I posted it and I'm uh um giving it away for Monopoly Hamiltons. You know, bills with this many dollars on them. <laughs> Because you can't, you know, you can't resell beer. You, no, not at all. You can't resell beer. Oh, so yeah. you know, monopoly money is monopoly money code for pay me for it. Because everyone's always uptight about only paying or charging someone exact retail and not above. Yeah, you should never charge for above retail. But I think if you're going, if if you if you're going on a special trip and you want to tack on a dollar or two for gas money, like hey, I'm doing this for you. Give me an extra dollar or two for gas. It's fine. Sure. But if it's like for me, like I literally drove, like I took a two mile detour in Munster, Indiana off 94 to get zombie dust to get back. That's not a, that's not something. No, you should never, it, like you're, you're talking MSRP. That's it. Right. Shouldn't charge more. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys saw that post on uh, East Michigan Craft Brewery Enthusiasts board uh, with with Mike, who barely ba- just basically pulled a Robin Hood and went out to Perrin, came back with 28 cases of no rules um, and just charged everybody the cost of the beer. And you talk about somebody who's driving, you know, two plus hours to go out to Comstock Park, pick up essentially $5,000 worth of beer and just bring it back and say, hey, when you guys want to come pick it up, 
Come pick it up. I'm here at these times. I mean, that's some Mike's the man. Shit. I got mine the day after. That's right. You did. Yeah, that's right. You were on there. And I got two IPAs. And that's the thing, though, is, is that usually people, if you're if you're taking time out of your day to, to do something like that, like I've got, uh, I got that can of Terrapin. Somewhere over there. over there, I got a can of Mom's Jeans from people who are uh, getting that that zombie dust from me. Is that a Tina Fey episode? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and, I mean, he did get some thank you beers. He he got a lot. But of, that, that's the, a lot of that's the beers. thing though is that I'm not I'm not too concerned about making money in regards to doing that kind of muling. Like I'm 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 all for beer karma. Because yeah. I'm going to do something good, and this person's going to remember that. And the next time that, you know, just just as any time a brown ale comes out, I know about it. Like I don't even have to think about it. <laughs> Somebody's like, "Do you hear about this? Do you hear about this?" Do you? Yeah, I probably not. But thank you for telling me. Right. But that's the thing, though, is, is that that beer karma has led me to now I know exactly when a brown ale is going to come out, or if it's a new brown, or you know anything like that. I'm able to stay on top of it. Yeah. So that's, that's just one of the good things about the community. I'm a terrible salesperson, Matt. <laughs> hey, man. I just think, you know. I'm a good statesman, right? Statesman. Oh, yes, yes. Statesman and a scholar. I just figure <laughs> if if it's only available and not where you are, you, I would think that maybe it's the capitalist in me that you it get a little bit extra for it. it. it you know, to me, it doesn't even well, matter. Well, a dollar or two for two, do- two hours of driving is not covering gas money. That's the capitalist in me. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Well, I mean, you were all the way in Wisconsin, though, weren't you? And yeah, I was. You, I was in Milwaukee, but you were being reimbursed for work and all that stuff. I think, yeah, work, I think it's more the idea that, that, like, hey, I've got this that's not available in Michigan. You know, I'll pay you. Give, give me retail plus a little bit extra, just because it's yeah. not like you're going to get it from any of the distributors, or any of the party stores. And you're not mm-hmm. driving down either. Yeah, so well, you know. There, gives I, gives that be, man his monies. You should be curious <laughs> enough to throw that person some extra money for that beer. Yeah, but I think common sense is not all that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with Ken on it. I'm like I'm already there. I, I'm in the area. Hey, if you want it, let me know. I'll grab it. I'm on my way back home anyway. And it's like you said, everything's reimbursed. Like, and, and, and you know what? For me, like for attempting to get because I was trying to get Cranbic and I was trying to get strawberry rhubarb from. Uh, New Glarus couldn't find it anywhere, but at that point, the amount of running around I was doing was going to tack on probably a dollar or two because I'm going store to store to store. Right, and um, beer stores are not as easy to come by as they are in the state of Michigan. That's for damn sure. A lot of state, <laughs> um, yeah. In like in Wisconsin, like mm-hmm. having to find a beer store because I was in I was in Kenosha and Racine, and you know you can go you can't go more than a mile mile and a half without hitting a beer store around here. For there, I had to drive like four or five miles to each one. And, of course, it's in like the middle of a city, so it's stoplight, stoplight, yeah. stoplight, 30-mile-an-hour zone. So, Is it because Miller Lite flows through all their water fountains? Is it just kind of <laughs> one of those things? I, to be honest, in regards to Wisconsin— keeps the beer stores away. In, in, <laughs> in regards to Wisconsin and Wisconsin beer, um, they really embrace their craft beer over there. Nothing is all like Miller and— Pabst? Pat, yeah, I guess that'd be the the other one, the crosstown rival. Did you stop and get an old style on your way home? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> Please, you can't, you can't go to Chicago or Chicago area like the. So remember how like old, not necessarily even party stores, but drug stores used to have the huge Fago sign oh, yeah. out front, the one out front, the like yeah. the plastic lit yeah. up one. Yeah, like a Fago. Like that's what all their bars were, <laughs> giant old style sign. Yeah. 
Nice. And I was I was in like BFE Northwest Illinois too. I wasn't even in Chicago at that point because I had to like go from Milwaukee all the way to Northwest Illinois and then hot, yeah, like go back through uh, yeah. 94. <laughs> I missed tolls at that point, which is fine because yeah. the toll hey. roads suck over there. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take a, a quick break though. We will be right back with the Better on Draft podcast, and we are back with the Better on Draft podcast, episode 77. Our guests have not run away yet, so uh, that means we need to drink more beer. <laughs> what, I saw you guys uh, tap out another crawler. Or, uh... Yeah, this is a Russian Imperial. Oh, um, get that over here. Tentatively yes. named Hacker Man, but it's got to go through the, the channels before we... Now, is that a reference <laughs> to... That could be two references, Mr. Robot or Kung Fury. Those two and the... You know, no politics, but, you know, you can use your imagination being a, Ru- a Russian imperial. <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, yeah. what you did there, there, there was a double. Oh, I missed yeah, it. I missed triple. it. Hey, yeah. Officially yes. not getting approved. Well, well done. Yeah, well, yeah. So I have check kind of emails. a few people I have to check before I can slap a name on beers. And You can always just change it to Fancy Grizzly. <laughs> I can always change it to that. You're right. <laughs> that will always be the backup now. Or the man with the hat, the fuzzy oh, yeah. bear hat, whatever those they call them. Well, what's the? I saw a meme that said something about you know, in America you fight for the right to bear arms, in Russia we get the whole bear. <laughs> you know, so call it the whole bear, maybe. The 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 hat is called a yushanka. A yushanka. Uh, a yushanka. Mm. yushanka. Well, I just like to call them fuzzy bear hats. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all like that better. So Rob, hey, it's the news portion of the uh, Better on Draft podcast. Just crazy shit going on this week. What the absolute ever-loving hell. I came back. <laughs> yeah, Matt came back, number one. That's the news. Yeah, that's the news. And on to segment that's, three. That's we'll be news. back in ten minutes. <laughs> so, of course, um, the beginning of this week was the beginning of uh, Oberon Day, which, of course, when Bells releases uh, their yearly wheat beer, the, the good old Oberon. And, of course, ain't no party like a Keizu party till a Keizu party gets robbed. So <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Or have you ever been? Have you ever one? actually stayed in Kalamazoo? I have not. Your kidneys would stay there. Yeah. You, well, <laughs> my, my only, like, positive encounter of Kalamazoo was I saw Mitch Hedberg a month before he died. Really? Yeah. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So I'm with uh, Stephen Lynch. Live. What year was that? Oh, geez, two thousand five. Yeah, he died in 05. Actually, okay. it's jeez. twelve years ago today. He died. Yeah, on, April, on well, tomorrow. No, I think it was the thirty. I thought he died, died on April Fool's Day. No, I think he died on. Well, they might have announced on April Fool's. Might Day, have been. Yeah, but I think maybe. he died on the news. 30th. Didn't get around as fast as it does now. Yeah, everything's instant. Well, I was I was out there before before I could even drink. Going to uh, Western Michigan, go Broncos. Hashtag rode a boat. And, so hashtag uh, that's Minnesota now. I don't care. Uh-oh. <laughs> Land of um, 10,000 lakes. Anyway, so basically, obviously, with it being Oberon Day, they're having a big party out there because, you know, it's Kalamazoo, and Kalamazoo is Bells, and that, I mean, that's that's Bells yes. HQ. So, you know, they had a very large, two, uh, basically worth $2,000, a 12-foot-tall inflatable Oberon bottle. And somebody decided oh, to steal that. it. Yeah. Now is this the new they logo? Got them or the security old logo? camera. This them. is this is the new logo, and uh, essentially they still have no idea who it is that that stole it. Uh, Kalamazoo Public Safety released a photo of the man who was caught on camera taking his bottle about 4:30 a.m. on Wednesday. Uh, like I said, valued at at more than two thousand dollars. And was taken um, in front of the Radisson Hotel in downtown Kalamazoo. 
Of course, unlike you know Tom Brady's jersey, you know the FBI has not been called to assist in the investigation. They got the Mounties on this one. They, they got the, they got <laughs> K- Mounties are on the case on this one. But I'm just like, okay, if you're stealing this thing, what are you doing with you know? Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to put a, a bottle that you know doubles as a wacky, wavy, inflatable arm flailing? I mean, it's twelve got, feet got, tall so. on the top of the Founders feet. Building. <laughs> On the top of the Founders Building. <laughs> top of Founders. <laughs> we got your shit. <laughs> Disaz. <laughs> what, what are you doing with that? Episode? <laughs> I, so um, hopefully that will catch this dude. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure. I would love for him to get caught and actually tell us what his motive is and what he planned to do with this. I mean, right. sober, I'm obviously he was probably just drunk. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. It. So but, I'm gonna go ahead and apologize for the guy. Um, I'm, I'd like to release. I'd like to release a statement on behalf of the unnamed drunk man. I'm sorry. I was drunk. I messed up, and now I don't know what to do. Yeah, so I'm just gonna lay in hiding, and it's gonna lay in my basement like the Michigan Final Four. I mean, I, I guess what banners. what's crazier, this guy pro- potentially being drunk and stealing it, or the guy who got drunk and just thought he could swim to Canada. No, he swam from Canada. Uh, no, I thought he was in the U.S. No. and was swimming. Was it the other way around? Yeah, he he got challenged by his friends in Canada that he couldn't swim the length of the river, the width of the river after drinking twelve Molson's. <laughs> oh. Was the story behind that one? Good friends. Well, and you know, Canadian beer—that's like malt liquor. Yeah, I mean, that's like six percent, maybe. It comes. Well, I don't know why you drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Why drink Canadian beer when America's right over here? That's what he's probably trying to do is come get some good beer. Uh, After the 12th Molson, he's like, I'm sick of this. I got to go get a Michigan beer. I need something lighter. I got to switch it up. I need something. Yeah, that's pretty much. You need another session beer, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Not over here. Wow. He got to Michigan and found all barrel-aged stuff. tried to swim back. (laughs) I think the biggest charge he got, though, was like, um, trespassing a shipping lane or something like that. Oh. Never mind how much it cost <laughs> for the it? Coast Guard to actually. No, he didn't make. No, he got it. caught up <laughs> yeah. before Belle Isle. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, how much it cost for the Coast Guard to actually grab him and then take him back? <laughs> well, they're already in the lake. <laughs> the Coast Guard's just sitting around doing nothing anyway, waiting, <laughs> waiting for drunk, waiting for drunk yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> no, the Coast Guard's doing one of two things: waiting for Jimmy Hoffa to appear somewhere, like just float up. <laughs> Isn't that why children grow up to be Coast Guards with that dream? With the dream of finding Jimmy Hoffa? It's to to help all the drunk kids from Port Huron get (laughs) their rafts back. That's still a great story. Oh, oh goodness. Stop jumping into the water. We will take you back to your country. They ended up swimming to Canada, basically, to get their raft, right? Well, no, the the wind took their rafts all the way to Canada, so they were jumping out to try to swim back to America. (laughs) And, like, the Canadian Coast Guard and Sarnia police were just like, just come over here. We will take you back. (laughs) Like, it's going to be a process, but we will take you back. Because nobody had IDs or anything, because they were were rafting. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Meanwhile, we've got another uh, seemingly... uh, Takeover coming on at uh, another Major League Baseball team uh, taking their dip into the craft world. Um, obviously, we we talked about a couple of the teams that are uh, have been making uh, craft beer company or breweries into you know their major brewery. Uh, well, the Chicago White Sox have ended their contract with Miller Brewing, and they signed on with four different breweries. So basically. They are going to be running from, obviously, here in Michigan, they're going to have Bells and Founders. 
Uh, they're also going to be adding uh, home state brewer Goose Island. A.B. AB. <laughs> In Bev. Budweiser. And, uh, uh, of course, Los Angeles-based Pabst. Pabst. So, Pabst is Wisconsin-based. Well, they're somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming from L.A. <laughs> Look it up. No, it's uh, if I had a can in front of me, I'll go. It's Paps is established in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They're currently based in Los Angeles. There, thank you. Why would you move from a perfectly good place in Milwaukee to LA? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just wanted to spend a weekend in LA. Ooh. No, I'm probably the only Toasters fan in here, so let's just keep going. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. It's a ska band. I like Toasters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not sure exactly how much a deal's worth, but um, pretty much a deal that they walked away from with Miller was around $8 million a year. Uh, so kind of interesting that uh, they're going to have some Bells and Founders in a ballpark in Illinois where, you know, I guess it depends on, on how the popularity of Bells and Founders is out there. Uh, and obviously, we've got what Founders is in forty-four states now. Bell's, I can never remember thirty something, probably something. But I've always seen Kalamazoo as kind of like a suburb of Chicago. You know, I know that's kind of a silly statement, like a, but you know, when you when you're <laughs> what you know, if you're at Western or Grand Valley, you know, you don't go back to Detroit. You tend to go to Chicago. And I think you know all the people from the West Side. Who just end up in Chicago would you know gravitate towards those you know those beers to taste the home right but, you know it's still four hours away but for for those who are going to what to White Sox games I mean they're yeah. probably going to be looking at it say hey where the hell's my Miller I mean of course you know you got the obviously Miggy's drinking it before a big <laughs> three game series he doesn't drink anymore and he was a he was a whiskey guy he was no, a scotch my guy. bad oh, I mean you got I'm a not. season that is a week away. And forty eight hours away. You got a whole bunch of people who do. Do we need to trade JV? No, I trade Miggy though. Go. Oh. You give me a decent offer. I'll, I'll give you Miguel. I'll pack his bags. Damn. <laughs> so here we go. So He's on the wrong side of thirty. Miggy. The problem with this is that I'm right. A year ago, everybody was like, "Don't trade Dylan Larkin, except for this guy." And guess what? Who shit the bed this year? <laughs> Dylan Larkin. So now all of a sudden, Peter here comes the the hashtag trade hey, Miggy. I said trade Miggy last year at the trade deadline as well, so I'm staying on that. He's on the wrong side of thirty. He's already got a bad bag from the World Baseball Classic. He's making like thirty two million dollars a year. We're like the third highest payroll in baseball. Trade Miggy. You get something. I'd rather keep JD. Even he's he just turned thirty. Um, well, I mean, thirty-two mil a year. There's probably only two teams that are going to be able to afford that. Yeah, but you know what kind of haul you can get? The Dodgers, uh, the and Red the Sox. Excuse me, the Red Sox. The Sox. Where they the need a DH because they just got rid of Ortiz with a short porch in left field and right field, with a loaded farm system, or send them up to Canada to Toronto, and then you can- <laughs> or the other Canadian baseball team up there. <laughs> What's no. that? <laughs> no. Hey, the Expos are coming back. <laughs> Oh my well, gosh! Hey, we did get the Jets back, so they'd be like the Marlins. The Marlins are going to move and become the. Uh... So I went to. Uh, it was so funny. So I went to this bar in Chicago, <laughs> as, as I want to tell this anecdote, and you could tell they tried so hard. You know, m- mind you, being crafted, not knowing who owns what and stuff. You know, ignorance is bliss for a lot of these bar owners. So I'm looking at this tap list, twelve tap list. Six of them are owned by major companies. Like you have Michelob Amberbach. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Kugel. Okay. You had Goose Island. Yeah. You had uh what was the other one that was big? Uh Lagunitas. 
you know, all these breweries that are owned or mo- majority owned majority, by yeah. other Florida, companies, and you're just like, uh. and you know, what? when I was in Florida, every bar that I went to had the same f- four taps. Land Shark? Li- no, Bud Light. Is that still a thing? It's <laughs> Bud Light, <laughs> Stella, Ultra, and Goose Island IPA were on every really every you know every six tap system. Those four are on every single one. Not even shitting you. Uh, I mean, hmm. you might get like Corona Light on the other one, and a local. But I tell you what, I mean, I my first night there, I travel 1,100 miles. I post this on the Facebook page, and I'm staring at a, a Bell's Two Hearted handle right in front of me. You know, you know, there's only two Florida beers. Both were kind of garbage, and a Bell and a Two Hearted. It's like you know, I, I traveled to get away from it. And it, it just like followed me. Well, I mean, it's the thing. Florida uses that Everglade water. I was no, going to Bell, say yeah. Bells and Founders. I think is always going to follow you no matter where oh, yeah. you go. I think it's at Ocean. Just water. Go to like North Dakota or something. <laughs> Might not be able to find them there. Well, I know there's one place you won't find it. North Center Brewery Company. Damn, took it. Ooh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Northville, Michigan. Where? Center Road, just north of Baseline, just south of Baseline. (laughs) South of Baseline. That's what I mean. So close. I was talking to Kevin today, and he was just like, he almost gets it every time. (laughs) (laughs) Almost gets it. I feel like I'm I'm that dumbass, like, who, and I am that dumbass in this case, who every year tries candy corn thinking this is going to be the year I like it. (laughs) And it's like, shit, I really don't like this stuff. It's kind of like Oberon. I, I went and bought a four pack thinking, you know, maybe it'll be good this year. I didn't or know maybe I'll like it this packs. year. They come yeah. in four pack, six ounce cans. Yeah. Oh, I Wait, know. so for, for you, when was the last time it was good? You know, I don't think it was ever good. I just forget that I don't like it. So I get it thinking, oh, it's time for Oberon. Oh, wait, I forgot. I don't like it. I just wasted eight bucks. Remind uh, yourself why. There was this, this huge debate going on on the boards this week about the fact that it was so clear. You know why? Because they cut it with cherry juice. <laughs> Dude, you told them the secret. <laughs> Everything is cut with cherry juice in the eyes. No, I, pissed a lot, I pissed a lot of people off on the, the Kuna. Yeah, by the way, can someone pass me some of that Russian Imperial and this, yeah. this, this that, red Solo cup right over there? Thank right. you. Since we, we did kind of bring up Pabst, um, they obviously a couple months ago, they announced a dis- distribution deal with New Holland. Where basically they are going to be helping New Holland distribute their beer nationwide. Um, on Wednesday, that partnership officially launched. So obviously, you're going to see New Holland pretty much everywhere in in the U.S. Everywhere Pabst is. is everywhere Pabst is. Uh, New Holland is is planning on moving their beer production. Uh, they're going to be changing from six days a week to now being more of a twenty four seven schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, along with their packaging, now going to go from five days to six, possibly seven, depending on the demand, which I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm still a little little wary about the demand because, you know, obviously they've before this deal happened, they were in 30, 34 states. And now, obviously, that puts them in puts them in all 50. I'm still kind of wondering about the other states and, and where their their desire to have New Holland is yet. Of course. I don't know. I, I need to look that up. Does it does that give them international sales as well? Or um, I didn't see anything about international. It, it basically it looked like it was just going to be the U.S. But I guess my thought is, if Paps is helping with the distribution, wherever you can get Paps, I would assume you should be able to get a New Holland. Seems like it. So, 
They are, um, you know, there's that uh, uh, Brett Vanekamp, the uh, the owner of New, New Holland. He basically said that this they're they have an objective to build a great American brand, and I still don't see it. That's what I'm wondering. I it's don't like, see I don't know. what Paps is doing in regards to how they're making money off. I of this. I think they're probably just trying to get like craft beer in their portfolio because you think about. I want you to think down the supply side. Like we have a three tiered system where all these small breweries pair with the big breweries so they can get distribution. And I think this is going to help Pabst in the theory say, hey, when they go to suppliers, say, hey, not only you get PBR, but here's a here's a craft beer that we have, and you know this can be something that you. Can but they're have. throwing a lot of money at it without any type of percentage or anything like that. That's that just bothers me. But you know what? There's probably behind the scenes things that we don't know about. I mean, look what they did with Small Batch Brewery Brewing Company, which is the Not Your Father's brand. They took that and they put it everywhere. If it's not my father's. Whose is it? <laughs> Someone else. It's your mother's. Father. Um, no, but yeah, I bet you, I would bet, and I'm going to go out on a limb here not knowing anything and having absolutely no inside information, so these might be alternative facts. But I would, <laughs> bet, you, I would bet you that there is going to be some sort of Profit sharing options at a certain points of distribution where if PAPS can get, you know, X amount of handles or or net certain amount of additional whatever that they're gonna, that PAPS is going to get something from New Holland. I I would think that there could be a uh, a deal where New Holland might be paying them. You know what I mean? Or they get a, a right. fraction of that sales, kind of like what you said that. To yeah. me, that would be I how mean, I see Pabst making money. Yeah. You know, Helen pays them to basically mule it like what you were talking about. Right. Bring them beer I mean, for, around, for, you know. For them to go from, from 34 states to now 50 and essentially international and yet – Maintain you know, all ownership. Maintain all yeah. ownership. And when you had the Brewers Association's top 50 brewers come out, you see the list of craft brewers and New Holland's not even in the top 50. Nope. So you know, Mr. Wonderful yeah. on Shark Tank, which follows us immediately on ABC, <laughs> would say this sounds like a royalty deal to me. Where on every bottle that New Holland is selling, five to ten cents is gonna go to PBR or Pabst. And you know what? If it if it goes the way of small town where it went root beer and then vanilla cream soda, I mean, these people who are making these decisions know what they're doing. That's why they wear suits and drive fancy cars and we slum on Friday nights in a podcast studio. <laughs> Okay. Fair. Somebody knows something. Here might be slumming. Yeah, right. On. This is a I'm moving on me. up. Right? I, I go from zero mile to eleven mile. That's that's eleven miles. Don't you, know. don't you go like sub miles? Are you, like, no, I'm not south of uh, Harford. Not Harford Road. No, it's uh, zero mile is. Uh, I thought it was Ford Road. Campus Martius. Oh. See, I don't, I don't even have that far. I, I start at five mile. Oh, I'm at eight mile. There you go. Baseline. I, but no. I thought you weren't supposed to see a, no, a mile north of 10. Vernier. Vernier. Vernier Highway. Vernier. Oh, that's, that's because you're in the, the gross point area. Fancy. It's, the, fan, it's wow. the fancy eight mile. Fancy. It's the French one. It's the French eight mile. <laughs> it's the France. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, by the way, I did uh, pour oh, the... I uh, to, to eight in my head. I'm like, what is eight in French? I can't, I can get, I can't get past five anymore. Uh, Under yeah. trois quatre cinq. Twa- yeah, it's it's we... We know it's, that's no. It's a deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six, set, wheat. Okay, sunset wheat. There we go. Sunset sunset wheat. We just drank <laughs> hey. it. We just drank it. But it was a riot. Yeah, sponsors. Look at that. Six, yeah. seven, eight. There you go. You yeah. just call it six, seven, eight. There. Uh, by the way, since I, I did uh, on the break, we did pour the uh, parent and no rules. Uh, oh, yeah. Guys, I do have no rules. 
Where Anybody drink little, it? There we go. Angela, you yeah, liked it. It tasted like Vietnam. Cinnamon. Cinnamon? I, I guess I was expecting it. tasted it. like the same price as last year. <laughs> oh, right? Go on, Angela. There. Is it over the line? <laughs> no. I don't know. There, there oh, might be oh, man. Oh, God. It's because she's short. I know. Now, do you think <laughs> no rules will that be on jump. tap at Brown Iron Brew House in Washington Township, Michigan? It will be on tap. When will it be on tap? Probably not for another month. Oh. But screw them then. So, are, I mean, we, Brown Iron Brew House. Yeah, yeah. Brown, uh, it's be Perrin or Brown Iron. <laughs> Neither. So next week at Brown Iron, just south of Twenty Seven Mile, we're having our customer appreciation party. It's half off food until close. It starts at three, and we're tapping some good beers. We're gonna have Oscar Blues, uh, BA, Death yeah. by Coconut, Bean Actor, Apple Pie. Um, Shram statement. There's a bunch of good stuff on tap. I might be there hanging out. Can I get the poutine? Yeah, like, you can. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm You half, can get two because it's half off. So you get a the double poutine. You're going to have to literally put me on my side and roll me out of the building. Are you guys going to come hang out with me next week? <laughs> you know, what t- when is it again? Wednesday. I didn't even say that. It's on Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday so the 4th. Oh, the fourth. The fourth. I will be in Hastings. Oh, the fifth. You know it's on the fifth. Oh, <laughs> I'll still that's be in Hastings. So <laughs> that's opening night eve, though, isn't it? No, the seventh is opening. Yeah, seventh is opening night. Okay. We will be here the day of opening night. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be quite an event. Oh man, you're gonna have to nope. shoot me with some Red Bull. <laughs> main. Well, that was stuff. what was it? Was it last year? Were either of you guys here when we had the? Uh, the guy from the Red Wings podcast. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's oh. when we we fought the. Uh, that was the yeah, Trade Dylan was, Larkin night. That was the Trade yeah, Dylan was Larkin the night. Right. Was the the opening night where he what was, was hammer wasted. Oh, when he showed up here and then yeah. he was drinking PBR as if it was water. Yeah, <laughs> probably was water at that point. That dude was messed up. Anyway, <laughs> so New Holland Paps. So New Holland Paps. Yeah, we'll, we'll get off of that one. Uh, Stone Brewing came out with a, a limited edition brew um, about a week, maybe two weeks ago. Um, of course, we always seem to talk about you know breweries that use different and unique ingredients. You know, being anything from Lucky Charms to Oreos to Belly Button Lint. Excuse Who me? did that? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag thanks Sweden. Um, <laughs> oh, that's that's probably why they got shut up by all those terrorists. Belly button in their beer. See what they did in Sweden. I mean, Sweden. Last night. <laughs> Last night. <laughs> well, I mean, the that's belly the belly button. That's the thing. The belly button lint in Sweden is not even the worst thing. Because, I mean, we've even talked about the other beer that used a particular lactic acid that... Oh, I heard just, about that. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, on the internet. We'll leave that to the brand. Is it non-artificial sweetener? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that to the break. Uh, but Stone Brewing, <laughs> stepping to what somewhat... Uh, not necessarily forbidden territory because you know there's, there's been breweries that have done this before, uh, but with their newest bre- their newest beer that they made, it was called Full Circle, which was a pale ale whose key component uh, came from an advanced filtration system that recycled and purified uh, San Diego wastewater. Uh, of course, that had been previously used, you know, from the boom, likes boom. of it's very progressive you know, boom boom type taps, toilets, and showers. It's boom, yeah. boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom 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 boom. You make boom boom <laughs> out of your bum bum, and then it goes uh, to your filter. Time out. Time out. You get a time out for that. Time out. Um, of course, the, the the brew was was merely a test run. 
Um, you know, it was only made. They only made about five barrels, and and just limited to a special event that was done in San Diego uh, for the recycled water campaign, which. Uh, people in the media decided to take it completely out of proportion and put up um, headlines of, you know, stone brewing makes beer out of toilet water and would just leave it at that and just let people just, you know, just... You should make beer out of toilet yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. Don't even filter what? it. Just right. scoop it out of the to toilet. Make beer out of Brondo? <laughs> Upcoming trends? Right. I mean, yeah. Upcoming trend. <laughs> toilet water beer. And I mean, like I said, they weren't the only ones so because... Earthy. Because uh, <laughs> why does mine have a hint of blue? Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah. It's the cholera pale ale. <laughs> Obviously, Ballast Point has done something like this. They did one called Padre Dam Pilsner, which which followed the same process. But I you know it's a pretty damn good assumption that this water is clean. It's gone through a extensive process to actually clean the water. Actually, um, it went from in, into an advanced filtration advanced system. Advanced filtration system, exactly. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess the question is, is that the idea of knowing where the water started, would that bother you in drinking this beer? Only one. One place that would, it would bother me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, their water's as good as any now. I mean, there's other cities that are we're having pretty bad lead problems, too. Um, but yeah, no. Everyone started looking. Yeah, <laughs> we're in a coal mine. Right. Kind yeah. of thing. You, you, no, I, I don't think it matters where the water comes from. I mean, everyone everyone laughs about like the Detroit River and stuff, but there's so many breweries that pull their water from the Detroit River and uh, um, what's the lake right above it? That Wait, I is can't that why they call it Lake Saint Clair? Lake Saint Clair. Well, treating it, you know. Yeah, I, I think if you reverse osmosis that, then you're pretty oh, much yeah. good. Well, at the same rate, when you mash in, how you're boiling the water, right? Obviously, in the well, kettle, you're, you're not boiling until after the mash. Actually, so you're you're boiling all the water anyway. So you're getting most of its impurities out. I mean, and that's yeah, that's but if you're mashed, you know, you need specific pH and stuff. So if those impurities are throwing that off, come on, scientists, you really got to get specific with me now. <laughs> yes, come on, Bill Nye. He said just boil it. <laughs> Netflix and Bill. No, I mean, hell, we, we got to go, Mister Wizard, and let's do this shit, Mister Miss Frizzle. Let's Miss Frizzle this shizzle. <laughs> All I can think of is the before they were stars on SNL with Drake on uh, or Jay Z, Drake as Jay Z on <laughs> Mister Wizard. There we go. Got it. No, that'd be something probably to bring Tom back on from, or not Tom, um, Rich Weinkoff from Schoolcraft College ah. back on to uh, talk about that simply because that's his job is like a scientist right. in regards to understanding the biochemistry of beer as well as biochemistry. I mean, I think, <laughs> point. I think it serves a point because I, I would imagine the point of doing this is to talk about, you know, beer needs or water needs to be. You know, fixed as a worldwide problem. We, we you know? had to go so, to, to Pure RO in, just in Fenton, and Fenton has pretty good drinking water. But uh, the brewing water, <laughs> for one, it's super not inconsistent, true. and it's not. I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I mean, drink Fenton, it. Fenton's like the Oakland County of Genesee County. Yeah, so. I was gonna say you can move to Flint and just not drink it. But, uh, you can bathe in water bottles. Yeah, luckily yeah. we don't live there. Well, it was yeah. funny. I was so I was typing in Pure RO. And I'm like, I, I think I knew what it meant. And I'm like, good, but all it says is pure romance, pure romance. Pure romance. <laughs> and I'm like, don't want a pure romance party up Host here. Host a party. Yeah. I mean, just, just want some Lula water. Is next. Be fun I mean, on the podcast. I, I guess going going back a couple episodes, would you rather That's bathe in, in Fenton water, or would you rather bathe in uh, Brew Dog's penthouse suite, where you're we're bathe you're in a hot tub full of an IPA? 
Oh, yeah. You know, Ken would probably choose real? the Flint water. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of that movie Beer Fest where Landfill died in a, in a beer kettle. <laughs> the so. yeast that pulls you down. So, you know, we talked, about the, we talked about the IPA beer, uh, um, beer hot tub, but there's actually a brewery in Austria that has like a, a beer swimming pool or something like that. Called a Starkenberger Brewing. Starkenberger. <laughs> probably means no. like butterfly. It's probably the most gentle. gentle. Yeah. No. But us Germans, we can't do anything yeah. politely. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a beer spa that they have. I'm watching it on BuzzFeed, and you literally just walk into uh, a pool, and it but, just this looks nasty. But you know what? It's it should be all sticky getting out. Like, oh, well, that's what I would. And then you have to yeah. take a nice warm beer shower. To you always swallow a little bit of the water, anyways. So. It, it, I mean, the shower <laughs> is gross. The, what, you, would you call the golden shower? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, it's probably on the beer. It yeah. <laughs> it's probably a cold, sure pilsner. I mean, it's a Austria. yellow beer, so I mean, it, it could you be could, you know, Russian imperial. Then it would be a, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a Russian <laughs> shower. Matt, that's two timeouts for you today. I'm gonna go ahead. Nope, timeout. Timeout. Austria was like invaded by the Russians, so I'm pretty sure they're not making Russian beers. <laughs> All right, do we got time for one more quick uh, news hit before we uh, take a break? Um, maybe, yeah. So we'll get through another one. Uh, there was an interesting law that I ran across that was going on in uh, in Indiana. It was causing some friction with uh, local independent convenience stores. Uh, convenience stores in the state are able to sell warm beer or cold wine, uh, but cannot sell. But actually, the sale of cold beer for carryout uh, has been reserved to Indiana's liquor stores. Uh, so, a convenience store chain uh, bypassed that restriction by obtaining a license, typically reserved for restaurants. Uh, after finding, you know, its in-store eateries um, offering good old burritos, um, <laughs> almost immediately, liquor lobby said, "No, that that's some bullshit. You're you're not going to be allowed to do that." So they basically went to amend the law so that it would prevent them from selling cold beer. Um, and a statement from uh, Indiana Association of Beer Beverage Retailers uh, said the chain is. Uh, basically choosing to thumb their nose at the legislation and courts, uh, citing a ruling that found the state could prohibit cold beer sales in convenience stores because they face fewer regulations in a, than a liquor store. Um, considering we have both, you know, I'm like the hell with this because, you know, everybody should be able to sell cold beer. But we're pretty lucky like, here. Yeah, we're that. in some ways we're, the three tier system's not that sweet, but. And as the, like well, sorry. everyone has a three tier system, but like Michigan liquor laws are so controlled, but they're not ridiculous in comparison yeah. to other states. Uh, we're going to yeah. take a, a quick break, though. We will be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. We are back, Better on Draft episode seventy seven, segment three. Yo. While Matt Bush is back, we are not going to be doing five questions tonight because we are going to be going over the Stout sixteen, the bracket challenge that we had. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to the Fermented Four with say, Better as, on Draft. As, as we get some type of uh, like wow. cease and desist, please do not use our music know, right? on your show. Yeah, right. Turn it off before that you means get a turn it off. Yeah, you better lawsuit. to ask forgiveness and ask for permission. But it's still you loud. Be yeah, for that you are not really good That's at this game. Hey, Jim Anderson, <laughs> it's easy for me my time means a lot. As your turn. So we had the the final four, the fermented four, going up against each other: uh, Rochester Mills versus Redline, and Downey Brewing Co. versus Boffin. And again, just like weeks one and two, week three had the top two voters going up against each other. So uh, that bracket on the right hand side has definitely been a uh, a rough one to say the least. 
Um, so we had Boffin edging, and I'll say edging because Downey had a lot of votes. Boffin edging mm-hmm. Downey and Redline, the brewery who joined Cinderella us. Cinderella keeps dancing. I'm you. <laughs> the brewery who joined us while oh, they were on our show because we needed an extra person because the one brewery dropped out is also going into the finals. So we have Fenton versus Saint, not Fenton, Burton. Wow, Burton. 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 That's your guys' fault. Right. Burton versus Saint Clair Shores. Oh my God! I gotta get, I gotta give a quick shout out because uh, one of the guys in the Down River Beer Drinkers United group. Uh, Gary Ingram Sr. was pushing hella hard to try and get Downey to 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 pull off the win, and obviously, you know, Downey obviously did not pull off that win. So uh, he kind of took to the board to basically tell them, "Well, they lost, bitches. So you don't, you're not going to hear from me again about this anymore. Hope you're happy, fuckers." Did you guys tap so. my tall grass? <laughs> Do we tap it? Have you touched it? it? Oh, we just oh, okay. did. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, can I have it back, please? Thank you. I was like, you can try some. I just, I just was it's hoping you didn't drink it all. Yeah, you can. We'll give it to the the poor. He's gonna be here every week, folks. Driving down an hour and a half to a poor beer for everyone. It's like forty-five minutes. So, so hold on, hold on. I'm telling. So we actually. Attempted. This was this was in our infancy uh, to get someone to join us to run the board and pour beer. <laughs> and you and we were gonna we, we <laughs> yeah, were gonna, not do that. We were gonna pay through. them in beer. Was Isaac not available? Uh, is he back on the still board? On point. Wow. And uh, Damn, needless to say, the one the one person that uh, that applied and showed up lasted two weeks. Kept <laughs> <laughs> uh, pouring so. the cup. Uh, no, no, she just quit. I was, say. I was like, oh, all right, whatever, I don't care. I don't blame her for quitting. We got pretty good at hand signals, like, hey, you, this, 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 this. That's probably why she quit. <laughs> it's like, I don't like it when everyone points at I me. Don't you speak don't even sign. talk to me, just tell me what to do. So the finals is going to be Redline versus Boffin. Ooh, Baffin? Baffin. Baffin. Those are the finalists? That's Those the finalists. That's that's awesome. It's the last two, the last two standing. Having never heard Representing Boffin, to be Burton. perfectly honest. Uh, it's probably because you're in Fenton. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not, not like, like a slam on Fenton. It's just the fact that you're a, no, an hour and a half north. I can't, you know, the first few years that I was, you know, up until basically 25 or 26, it was easy to take those long drives and check the stuff out. And these days, it's not worth the risk. It's not worth. It's tough to get out there these days. So, it's going to be Renline versus Baffin, but. Yeah. We have a second contest going on. What? We have a second contest? A second contest. That's right. Uh, after being in contact with uh, a few of the brewers, uh, we felt that some of them got a bad shake. A bit. A bit. You know, the uh, the number two seed going up against the number one, like, you know, and votes in the first week in the second week. <laughs> so we're like, you know what? Let's do a bad beat bracket. You know, everyone has bad beats. Like poker, Texas Hold'em, you go to MGM, you play poker, you lose with like a four of a kind or something, you make out with a lot of money because you got the bad beat pot. Right. So we decided we're going to do a bad beat tournament. Not tournament, just a one night, a one week voting period. Mm-hmm. So Brooks versus Sherwood versus Downey. Now we're going to be giving away a $50 gift card to the most voted for brewery, and to enter, all you have to do is enter by liking one. Like yes. the emoji. Click the emoji. Hold on. Click. Explain the emoji, because this is driving me right. insane. You press the like button for so less than for half a second. On a phone. On a phone. On a phone. You press the like button for not even half a second, and a separate box will pop up, right. and you will choose the emoji that corresponds with a brewery that you like. Nope, nope, that is press and hold. Do yeah. not just simply press. No, and I let said hold. 
Nice little hole. Okay. <laughs> Firmly put your finger. Firmly affix e- your thumb e- upon the like right. button. E.T. Phone home. Press. <laughs> and, it sh- and you shall see. Or if you're on a computer, just hover over the like button and those emojis pop up. Yep. It's a very simple process. Very you know simple. I, I 4,000 like people have figured this out. <laughs> I'd like to point out one thing. Um, Baffin has educated their followers on how to vote. And I think that might be. Downey has. Mm-hmm. I know Downey has. Down, Downey started. Anytime somebody would try to vote in the comments or something, you would see Lynette. You would see a few other people from the Downey, not family, but like Downey. Coalition, that'd be a good word. Sure. The Downey Coalition. I think you coined something there. There we go. That's a, that's their next beer. I'm going to make sure they uh, brew it. The Downey hey, Coalition. I'm the, I'm the beer namer, not you. Oh, I'm sorry. Stick down, run in the board. <laughs> but no, Put I you in the third timeout tonight. <laughs> I think the thing that Baffin did better than anything is a they're sponsoring our bracket. Not not like they're sponsoring ads for that. They're sponsoring to, uh, ads for the bracket. Be like, hey, vote they're for us. They're sharing the shit out of it, and when they're getting votes that are like in the comment sections or the emoji in the comment section, they're saying no, go up and hold it and like it. Like I know we, Ken's done a little tutorial for people who are a little bit hard of whatever it is reading. But I mean, too long, didn't did you say reading or breeding? Leading, reading, no, maybe <laughs> breeding. You know, this know. is this is totally too long. Didn't read. This is totally the leading a horse to water, but can't make them drink conversation. Like yep. I get it, but you know, I've really enjoyed it. I've really liked just seeing all these different breweries. Watching um, the lead changes. Watching, yeah, but I guess people always say, you know, why aren't like. Why isn't Perrin or Griffin Claw in these? You know, the whole point of the the whole point of this isn't to have all the Michigan breweries involved. We want to promote the craft beer industry. So the premise is, if you, I mean, anybody can say I've been to Coonan and I've never been to Redline, so I'm sure Coonan's going to win this. So I'm going to vote for Coonan. But if you give a couple of breweries that are smaller, that you can't just find their canes on the shelf, it makes somebody maybe go there. Or say, hey, I've been to both of these, you know, and like it. And then it also, on the other side, says, you know, if you're on the west side, if you're a typical downy drinker, if you go there, but you find yourself on the east side, well, now you've just seen this Baffin Baffin beer company that you've never heard of because you're an hour away, and you're going to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and next time I'm on the east side, I'm going to check out Baffin. Or I'm on the south side. Or in Royal Oak, and I'm going to go all the way up to Redline. Next time I'm in Flint, I'm going to stop in Burton and try one of their beers. It's the the premise is to promote the beer industry as a whole and to get these smaller breweries that don't have distribution, that that have their loyal following to like you know change. I mean, it's about being a community and helping each other and growing together, and that's the point of this bracket. And I think so. People are focused on what you know. The, the competition and the severity of why aren't I winning and all that stuff. It's not about winning in this situation, although everyone wants to win. It's about, you know, finding out about the new breweries because we have brewers opening up at a rapid rate that has never been seen before. It's about, you know, new discovery and finding new things and really sharing your love of beer with people. And if you're going to be a dick about it, you know, sorry, you're you're not for us. We don't want your vote. You're getting real existential right yeah. now. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, get off my, I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, it's right, though. I mean, I mean, the, the big dogs are the big dogs. They don't need a push. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, 
why why put Perrin and Founders and Bells in there? They the you don't, they don't need They're recognition, but that's the, it, well exactly. And you, you know, you have some bigger breweries like we had Rochester Mills, we had Arbor, we had Ellison, and you could tell like they have a huge following, but they don't have a rabid following. Right? They don't have that crew that's going to follow you to every single. You know, almost like a um, uh, like think of it like football. Like you have you you know there are fans of a team that travel to every single away game, no matter Fire where up it chest, is. Baby, Steeler Nation, Green Bay. Oh, I would put you in timeout, but you don't even have a mic on. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a Michigan shirt, and you just said, go Green Bay. So, But at the same rate, I mean, the point is, like, if we would have had, like, Griffin Claw on it, and they would have gone against Redline in the first week, people would have just chosen Griffin Claw because they've heard of it, yeah. they've tasted it. It's probably a more commonplace in Metro Detroit. Well, that's why we didn't use the voting system like a lot of other companies use, where you have to like vote on a website. You know, we wanted you to, you know, we we would take less votes to make you do that little extra effort of liking the page, or go to or go to the brewery. Exactly, go, you had a we week. We did it all geographically, right. so all the breweries started out by each other, so you could literally. <laughs> In a day, go to Downey and go to except, Dearborn. Except for Red Line and Ascension. Yeah, little, that's little a bit of a drive. That's well, a bit of a drive. We're, we're supporters of Uber and Lyft. You, yeah. can, you, can, you can blame the brewery <laughs> that, that crossed out for that one. Even if that costs 200 bucks. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the point is, you know, do homework. Go to the breweries. Try their beer. You know, make a day of it. Make a week of it. And say, you know, it, it's open for seven days on purpose. You know, on Monday you go to... Um, Ascension, and on Wednesday you go to Arbor and you say which one, or Elysian and Arbor, and you know, I like the beer here, or you know, and people are saying, well, what's you know, why do you vote? Do you vote because of the atmosphere or the food or the drink? It's like no, you can just vote for vote whatever everything. you want. Just right. whatever you think is more important. What brewery did you enjoy more? You know? Yeah. And if, 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 if Think of it like the, the Coney Island. You walk up to American and Lafayette you have a choice. Yeah. There is no, I drove all the way out here and Americans so far away from Lafayette. No, you walk up there and you have a choice. It's American, by the, the way. No, it's Lafayette. You're, you're in timeout number three Lafayette. for that one. <laughs> That's well-deserved for that. That's insulting. Yep. Insulting to I, say that American. It's American. No. I, I will continue to be switched. You have a choice, but certain choices are wrong. <laughs> and you are you wrong. You can choose. So, but, but wait, wait, wait. There's more. But there's wait. more. There's so not only more. do we have... Boffin versus Redline finals. We have the bad beat bracket of Sherwood Brooks and Downey. Downey. Yeah. The bad beat bracket. I like it. Yeah. The three Bs. That, no, Lonzo Ball took that. So we can't do three <laughs> Bs. He ain't even out of college yet. That, oh, I'm sorry. He LeVar. 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 Oh, well, I, he probably not even out of college. LeVar would be a 17-time world champion if he was in wrestling. <laughs> I mean, he did, he did beat what, Jordan. And then he, he did beat Jordan one on one with his two Would he pull, the, would he pull the, buck, the Booker T and just say that seventeen? Times? Seventeen times. Seventeen. 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 17, 17. Okay, we're done. Yeah. So, but we have another competition <laughs> that nobody else knows about but me. Yeah, I don't know what's, what's going on. So we're going to be actually sending a media team to the Metal and Beer Fest in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh. And we're going to be giving away two multi-day tickets. To the beer metal fest. Now the beer fest portion, which has unlimited pours, like no tokens, no tokens, Holy no tickets. There's only tokens. 500 tickets available each day, One and you're boy. going both. So you're not fighting like a Brewers Guild festival for a lot of those <laughs> beers. Uh, you're talking Cigar City is going to be there. Um, a lot of I think Tallgrass is going to be there. Hoof Hearted is going to be there. 
I don't know. Angela's pointing at she, something. She wants, she wants to be there. Wants there you go. Yeah. There you go. Nobody could. Nobody could understand. Just, You're not good the, at the hand signals. Where is yeah. the four at? The, was that your, the four? That's was you. that your first foray into the hand signals? <laughs> no, she just smiled and looked. <laughs> I understand why she quit. <laughs> yeah. I would have applied for that job. <laughs> you weren't looking There's at Craigslist. Hey, I think we can we get her like a little tuxedo T-shirt and like a vest. No. Who are you talking no. about? You. <laughs> I'm not the poor girl. Wait a minute, if she gets added in the intro, is that where we could then get the kid? And Angela! <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what we wanted to do for Matt? That's what, no, that's what you for wanted to do for me. Dan, Nick, and Ken. Ken. And Rob. And Rob. There you go. Now featuring. Now featuring. And featuring Angela. No, she, she's got another like month and a half before Welcome she gets added. But she's she's going right. to leave us for a month, so she's got like two months before she can get into the intro. Ah, uh, Okay. Anyway, back to the contest. Um, so we're going to be giving away two <laughs> Metal and Beer Fest tickets. Uh, so in regards to it, I believe Dave Mustaine's going to be there just for an appearance. Really? That's the Unibrow guy, right? Uh, no, Dave Mustaine is <laughs> yeah. the lead singer of Megadeth. But he's but he's the one they, they, that Unibrew named a beer after, right? That is correct. See, I'm kind of... I'm trying to uh, recapitulate our old episodes in here. You know, I, I got hammered that episode. That's for really damn sure. Dave Mustaine episode. He was here. <laughs> no, we yes. had. Uh, yes, we, we was. had. Uh, he was here in the state. Yes. 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 Okay. This yes. is seventy-one and a half. The Megadeth tour episode. <laughs> he was. He was in Detroit while we were recording. Yes. So uh, this is going to have uh, everybody's favorite uh, bands, including uh, agoraphobic nosebleed. <laughs> Municipal waste, obviously, that's the stone oh, brewing. Did they? Did they <laughs> yeah. is, is there some sort of uh, metal band name generator that these guys are all beholden to? I don't know. You know the thing Seals that's killing them. Anaconda me. Factory will be there. A uh, pig destroyer. Yeah. It's, uh, Sleep will be there. <laughs> and of course, boring. everyone's favorite. Cemetery piss. <laughs> Maybe that's the you know. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's hey, the, it's, um, the one thing that's killing style. me right now is that I feel like my brother knows all of them. <laughs> is is black green foam wall going to be there? Black green. Tell foam. me how I win. So to win, make a set. So to win, we're going to have the contest straight on our website, um, or actually on our uh, Facebook page, facebookcom backslash better on draft. Uh, we're going to be promoting it. There's going to be multiple ways to uh, enter. Uh, we're going to be using a website called Gleam, uh, and the multiple ways to enter is to follow us on Twitter, retweet, follow us on Facebook, different ways to enter, multiple ways, depending on your social media status. So uh, if you have a Twitch account and you follow us on Twitch, that's a uh, another way to enter. What about MySpace? Uh, we d- they, they do have the ability on MySpace for the website, but we do not have a MySpace yet. Tinder? Yeah. yeah, we, yeah should, times. we should <laughs> secure a MySpace, though, just in case. I know. Just in case. To be fair, I do. Ken, you're single these days, so I think that obligation is on you. You need to start a, a Tinder page. Tinder point of contact. Because if Rob and I did start downloading Tinder onto our phones, we would get in trouble. I think that's on you. Mm. I feel highly offended and understanding at the same time. Like I'm into it. I, I agree wow. with you, but large. Yeah, five um, miles away. Damn. So yeah, so that's going to be uh, three contests in the next week. Uh, so definitely check us out, Facebook.com, Better on Draft. We do have a summer contest coming up, Ken, that I haven't told you about. 
How the hell? Do I, I'm, I, I own <laughs> this damn this, thing. Right? This is my shit. So what are you talking about? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, he's, we'll he's not a businessman. He is the business man. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> well, we'll have another contest coming up in the next month or so that we'll announce. We're just finalizing the details. We are? We are. <laughs> uh, by finalizing Wait, who's we? Uh, me, Angela. <laughs> Angela? Did, do you know about this, Angela, and you haven't told me? Maybe I should check my email. <laughs> oh, damn. The- Obviously not the brown iron email, because you don't check that very often. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> so, guys, what's going on for Lynchpin and the laundry coming up in the uh, the next month or two? Do we have Do we have a... Is anybody... Real quick, before we, we, we go that way... Um, Baffin versus Redline. Who? Oh, yeah. We don't have... What's, Clear what's winner. picks? Baffin. Baffin's taking it home. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Redline. I'm just going to just put it out there. I think I think Flinttown and Genesee County proper is just going to get all up in it. Oh, you're actually voting right now? Not oh, no, we're no, not no, voting. No, we're no, saying no. who we think is going to win. We're just yeah, just yeah, who okay. we think we're going to win. You don't get to choose who wins. I mean, that would not be fair. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, this isn't a professional wrestling. I think it's from, not predetermined. <laughs> from the beginning, Baffin had the presence and just pushed it from week to week to week. So I I, I shout out to it. Michael Alley for calling that right. one out, by he the way. Called, he called Baffin and I was not a believer until, you know, they got to the fermented four and I said, Okay, I'm I'm with him now. <laughs> so I'm I'm with Baffin. I'll tell you what, Downey gave him a scare. Yeah, Downey gave him a hell of a scare. I did not even see. They that. were never within fifty votes. But though. here's the thing, though, is that all of a sudden, like in day they, they one, they would get to like hundred twenty. They were down one hundred ten. They got cut to fifty five. But I mean, both Brooks and Sher- Sherwood's the one that really gave him a scare. They were within like ten votes within the last like. They only finished. Yeah, I was, ta- I was talking like to the votes. the bar manager over there, and he's like, "It was the most stressful four hours hitting refresh <laughs> every ten minutes on my Facebook page, wondering who was going to win." It's like his ass is sitting there on eBay, just waiting for this. Like, like literally, for the this. La- is there an overbid? There's no. Over- like the last week, I've been going on Facebook and tagging these breweries and saying, "Yeah, or you have." 100 vote difference. You have 50 vote difference. You, I, even like 4 o'clock today, said you have two hours to get 50 votes. Get out there. Yeah, then somebody tag. somebody was like, we're a gerber, gerber, gerber. Yeah, so, so I mean, mm. I, I, I'm very proud of Downey from going from down 110 to closing the gap. But I, Never mind a, just closing the gap, just the amount of votes they had, period. Yep. I mean that was but isn't that was like awesome. Week one, still the first one for the most amount. One it's like uh, Baffin versus Brooks were like f- both over four hundred. Brooks, oh no, so it was like Brooks versus Sherwood in the first. Brooks and Sherwood was first week. I'm bringing up the uh, the numbers right now. So the so Brooks versus Sherwood is three hundred three to three thirty four. Baffin versus Sherwood was four fifty five to four forty one. Yeah. Baffin versus Downey was four seventy two to four hundred nine. Wow, today Jeez. wow that cl- that closed up a lot quicker because today I was looking it was like three seventy versus like three ten. So four seventy two. They fought. Hey, to they got the, they getting the votes. I mean, hell, in in the first round, I don't even think Downey broke one hundred and fifty. Uh, Downey in the first round broke 188, oh, 188 beating Dearborn okay. 132. I had to go from 188 to 409. That's, that's giddy up, giddy up 409. I was going to say that that puts grease on the run, but we we're going to go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lynchpin, laundry. What's what's the other, the, the taco, the Mexican restaurant? Uh, there's In the family of companies, there's um, the laundry, Lynchpin, Crust, the baking company, 
and El Topo. El Topo. Last well, street food to go and you said relief and research. Crust the baking company or crust the, the bacon company? A baking company. Crust a baking company. Okay, because I thought you said a baking company. I'm like, so you just make bacon crust all day? Bacon. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. that that's I, a good I idea. I don't know We're what gonna, kind of yeah, what kind of bacon crust would be. Bacon. I would say more like crisp. Crisp, a bacon company. Okay. Well, I mean, I heard it's a craft bakery. That's the new thing. Hey, Lil C can make that into a crust. So there you go. Well, what's right. the, you guys are talking about opening day. Highly interested in this right now. Angel woke back up for the first time in two hours. That's why she was a vegetarian for ten years and had bacon. Right? Bacon. No, but basically, you know, we live in Michigan, so we're waiting on the weather. Another place besides the laundry bar that we serve linchpin beer, we have a beer garden, so... There's the laundry. There's a building next to it, which we call the laundry room. That's our banquet facility. It's where Scott actually brews the beer. Uh, Scott's brewery is about as big as the room we're sitting in. Um, wow. Not big. No. Not big. It's a one-barrel yeah. system. That's 12 why by 8. We're working on the coin right now. You know, we I have, have a, a, a little basement area. Are there, is there any laundering in the laundry? <laughs> where does that name come from? The original building was actually the laundromat. Our founder, Mark Hamill, he spent time. Mark Hamill, so. Oh, gosh, here we go. I know. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even going to get into it. I'm like, here we go. How much time we got? Here we go. No, so the friend. Yeah. He didn't lose an arm and a leg on this investment. He lost a hand. Just a hand in the floor. No, so the original building was a laundromat. That's where the laundry came from. We've expanded it since. We have uh, the laundry room, which is the bank, uh, banquet facility, corporate offices, linchpin brewing. And then between the two buildings, we have an outdoor seating area that we call the beer garden. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we run, we run four taps, linchpin, uh, really depending on availability. Um, Scott's really upped his production lately. He, got, he added a bright tank, and that's why. So in the laundry, we have nine taps. Usually it's three linchpin taps, rotating Michigan plus our guest tap. Uh, right now, we have more linchpin on than ever before. We have six taps on right now, which is awesome. Um, he's putting out beer faster than he ever has, and it's great. It's consistent. Everything's good. So um, my reps aren't really happy with it because I have a stockpile of kegs that I don't sell. But, you know, um, that's awesome problems to have. Aluminum aging is really good for beer. It, 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 I, that's what I've heard. Dark, keep it dark. You know? Yeah, keep it dark. Uh, but, no, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we do uh, we um, 5 to 9 p.m., in the beer garden, we sell linchpin beer, cider. You can get some wine, cocktails. You guys gonna make any, You guys gonna make ciders or uh, meads? Uh, I don't think we're licensed to do anything. The uh, licensed, yeah. licensed. <laughs> I do, do understand that, that beer licensing. It can't be from a fruit, so we can do mead. Yeah, uh, right. but that's a lot of honey. No, I mean, I got a guy. Okay. I got a guy. Got if linchpin uh, separates from the laundry and becomes its own facility, then we probably would, but. I have is, a garage and thought. some 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 coolers in a basement. Which you always have to be is. thinking. <laughs> exactly. Oh so yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, I mean, in obviously in in 2014, you guys, your your original goal was to be on three taps, and now not only are you on yeah. three taps, but you're on six. So I mean, yeah. where do you go from here? Nine. 12, 9, well, that's, other, that's, that's, other, the next, that's the next conversation. Other than um, the taps, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, you know, like he said, you know, we started doing this thing. We have nine taps. We're doing a tenth tap now. Scott literally is wheeling in a barrel. He's hooking it up, filling up these crawlers, which are great. You know, in a growler, you're getting 24 hours of fresh beer. In these crawlers, you're getting up to a week in your fridge. So you can come in. You can pick up two pints of blonde for eight dollars and you have beer in your fridge for a week if it makes it that long but um 
you know, um, besides the upcoming beer garden, we're super excited. This is our 20th anniversary for the laundry being open. Uh, like I said, we have a great relationship with Shorts Brewing Company. Yeah, we're throwing a big shorts party. Yeah, they're going to come down in August, uh, August 12th, which is a Saturday. Uh, we're going to take over the beer garden. It's going to be an all-day event. Uh, Joe Shorts coming down. Um, they're bringing... Uh, another bar. We're gonna have nine taps out in the beer garden as well. And awesome. You guys should come. Yeah, check we're actually it out. gonna it's treat gonna it almost like a little mini beer fest. It'll be like hourly tappings. Maybe we'll do a little. Uh, Bring the podcast down. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't Maybe. know why you're looking at me. You're the you're boss. The boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, apparently yeah, not. He's making, he's making deals he's making without con- me. I don't. Yeah, he's making contests and shit. We would love a point five. Just saying. I don't know what a point five is, but yeah, well, let's I don't do that. Either, but so episode in between like episodes. So what if we do? You guys ever see um, Billy on the street? Uh, giant spot? No, Billy on the oh, street no. is Billy Eichner, and he just runs up to people and screams in a microphone and asks them a random trivia. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do that. So what if we do that? And if you win, you get a free beer. If it's okay. the right question. Who's giving the beer away? Well, apparently uh, we are. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to buy it. Somebody's, yeah, somebody's got to pay for no, that. So no, we're super excited about that garden? party. Yeah, you know, Fenton is, is, is a pretty small town, but when it's happening in the summer, there are people everywhere walking oh, yeah. around. There's a lot of lakes, so in a weird way, it's weird to us because we live there, but in a weird way, it's sort of like a... Like a lake town, it's almost it's interesting up north town, yeah. It's Oakland County, got, County, Genesee County. It's, it's Genesee County, yeah. which is way cooler than Oakland County. Yeah, my, my Oakland County is a little stiffer. My yeah. in-laws have a house out there that that sits on a lake. It's it's a really nice place. that's out there. So, is it Airbnb yeah, available? Really, I, and I things are blowing up in Fenton too. <laughs> There's gonna be an Airbnb right down the road soon. So yeah, so Crust the Bakery oh, actually is expanding oh. too. Little plug. Um, yeah. And while I don't know the whole details, I think there will be a full service bar in the bakery as well. And maybe they don't want me to tell. Is it going to be like a bakery and creamery or just a... I don't know. Never mind. I didn't say anything. I don't know. <laughs> so, do you have any plans for new beers that might go on tap anytime soon? Between now and then. Um, Are uh, there any new recipes that you have? Saison. I just brewed a Saison yesterday, and I'm actually in the middle of trying to switch over to Motor City Malt out of, uh, I believe they're in Shelby. You guys know Tom, right? Yeah, we've, yep. we've I think he said he came up here, yeah. Um, so now that I have everything I feel like is dialed in, um, I'm trying to switch over... I did I did the same red with his just the other day and I did a Saison with his malts. So assuming that similar tastes? We don't know. Well I don't know yet. So I I don't know the idea is to to experiment and see if I can dive right into going exclusively him or if I need to sort of like kind of blend and slowly ease in. Will my old recipes work with his stuff? You're not gonna cut it with cherry juice though, right? (laughs) Well if I do I will never tell you. (laughs) Right. You're not gonna change like Oberon in their formula? No, I don't know. Hey, they're making. I did have an Oberon yesterday, and um, so so where can they find Lynchpin? Yeah, Uh, lunchandbeyond.com is the website. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, there is a Lynchpin Twitter. I couldn't tell you. The we don't handle on it. Yeah, we don't really use use the Twitter. But really, uh, Uh, lunchandbeyond.com. So so your Twitter uh, is Lynchpin Beer. Yeah, thank you. The Laundry, nineteen ninety-seven. Yep. That's that. Because it's been uh, since 1997. When's the last post? Basically, yeah. Hey, said a 20-year anniversary. But uh, really, uh, the Laundry's Facebook is the place to keep up with any updates on the Laundry Lynchpin, anything new going on in the... Just Google the Lynchpin. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here. Better on Draft, episode 77. Lynchpin, thank you very much for coming. Goodbye, Paul Coffee. Thank you for having us. Goodbye, Paul Coffee. (laughs) And uh, no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's Better on Draft. Better on Draft, bitch! Or in cans. Crowlers. (laughs)